good to have Miss Jessica Jeanette with her. Uh, my mind goes, comes and goes sometimes. It wants to leave me. Uh, preacher's wife, Preacher Benny Beckham. I've been calling him Benny Goodman, so I want to try to get it right today. But we're glad he's here. Glad to have his wife with him. And I hope you'll go by the books table and avail yourself of some good writings by various folks, including our preacher. He's not a stranger to us. He's been here several times before. Always a blessing with an emphasis on prayer here and around the world. And we're glad to have Brother Benny Beckham with us today. And he'll be preaching in the morning service and tonight again. So I trust you'll be here. Invite somebody to come with you. And let's pray together for God to speak to our hearts. Brother Preacher, good to have you. you got to 15 to 11. See the clock on the wall? There you go. Be sure to shake hands with the left hand. So it had surgery on the right side. Okay. You need your cane. No. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well, good morning. And uh, yeah, I like I like for you to pat pat my shoulder sometime, but not this morning. And uh, a couple of you patted me on the shoulder, and I thought, hmm. Okay, hallelujah, and praise the Lord. But it's good to see you here. Uh, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is in John chapter 6, if you'll turn there. And uh, I had surgery just a few days ago, so it's still very, very sore. I had surgery on this shoulder last year. And then this year I had it on this one. And uh, so, are you okay? Are you happy? Are you happy, happy? Are you happy, happy, happy? See, there's a difference. You can be happy or you can be happy, happy, happy. And I'd rather be happy, 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 happy. Amen? And uh, in John chapter 6... We have a story that brings out prayer. You have heard Brother Beckham say many times, especially here in this church, that prayer is the first thing. And it dawned on me a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, just sitting in the hotel room and thinking uh, about prayer how I got into the family of God. How do you get in the family of God? Do you just work your way into the family of God? Uh, No, no, you can't work your way into the family of God. But you know, people say, well, prayer prayer is important, but it's not the most important. Well, the Bible says it's the most important. And, um, and, and I'll tell you why, not just because the Bible says it's important, but I'll tell you why. You can't even get in the family of God without prayer. Whosoever shall what? Call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so um, I remember as a 16-year-old kid falling on my knees after I heard the word of God preached and asked God to save me. Amen? If you don't remember asking God to save you, you're not saved. Hello? Yeah. 
And, uh, and I know, I know there's a lot of arguments, but that's, uh, you don't argue with the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So in John chapter 6, we have a story, uh, a very important story that teaches us about prayer, teaches us how important prayer is, how to pray not to, and how not to pray. And so let me introduce to you the characters of our story today. We have Jesus, of course. And then you have a great multitude in verse 2. And in verse 5, you have a great company. And then you have Philip. And oh, my. Oh, my, Philip. I hope we don't have any Philips in here this morning. And uh, then you have Andrew. I was, I'll tell you more about him later. I was real proud of Andrew years ago, and then I got disappointed. I found out he was a true Baptist. Amen. And I'll tell you why, why I think he was a Baptist later. And then um, there was a little boy. I was proud of him. He, uh, he didn't just give uh, one thing to God. He gave everything. He said, hey, I got a little lunch here. I, I'd be willing to give it to Jesus. Well, <clears throat> we have lunches too. We have our lives. And we need to learn to give God all of our life, not just part of our life. Whenever we want a blessing from God, okay, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this to you today, but I'm going to take it back tomorrow. And um, we're going to learn a lot this morning out of this chapter, and then we're going to see a miracle take place. And the preacher has given me plenty of time, and um, so let's pray. By the way, have you talked to the Father today? Um, if you haven't talked to the Father, you might, have, might as well just forget getting a blessing. Now, what you need to do right now, you need to just bow your head and say, Father, forgive me for not talking to you already today. Amen? Amen. Because if you start out not talking to God in a day, you're on your own. And that's a vicious old crazy world out there. And, uh, and I'll tell you something, that world doesn't like you, and the devil doesn't like you, the demons of hell doesn't like you, but we have a heavenly father that loves you and wants to help you. So let's talk to him for a few moments. Father, I thank you for another wonderful day. Thank you, Lord, for allowing Jeanette and I to be here with Brother Paulie and his people. And Father, I want to be a blessing to them. I want to be very sensitive and loving towards them this morning. And Father, if I can't, as I have prayed many times, would you, would you let me just have a seat and be quiet? Allow pastor or someone of his choice to do the teaching and preaching today. I sure love you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you so much. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Look in verse 3 with me. And pray, pray for my throat. My throat is wanting to go out on me this morning too. Falling apart, seems like. But in verse 2, we have a great company that followed him. Now, I want you to look at that wording there. They followed him. But why did they follow him? The Bible said they followed him. And um, you're here in Sunday school this morning, so you're following Jesus. Amen? Amen. We are living for Jesus. We are walking after him. But I want you to notice something that jumped out at me uh, years ago with this passage. And I have used it many, many, many times in various ways. But it says that they, they, they followed him because of his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. I guess they said, oh my, there's Jesus. I got a, I got a loved one that's sick. I, I think I'll follow Jesus. Oh, uh, I got this business deal coming up. I think I'll follow Jesus. You know, uh, they followed Jesus because of what they saw him, saw that he could do. If you're not following Jesus because you love him, you're, you're following him for the wrong reason. Amen? Amen? Yeah, we need to love Jesus. And then Jesus went up into the mountain there. Uh, let me go back to that uh, following Jesus. Why are you following Jesus? I tell, I tell when I go into these seminaries, Bible colleges, I tell these young preachers, hey, if you preach and don't apply your preaching, to the people that are hearing you, you might as well go and paint houses, be a mechanic. Amen? Yeah, apply it. So let me apply this. Why are you following Jesus this morning? Because you love him? Or it is Sunday? Oh, Brother Beckham, it's Sunday. You know why we're here. It's Sunday school. Is that the only reason? You're not here because you love him? You want to hear from him? Huh? Want to grow, mature? Hello? Yeah. And, and so after, after Jesus saw him uh, following him, he went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews was nigh. When Jesus lifted up his eyes in verse 5, uh, had saw a great company coming to him. He saith unto Philip, our, our second or third character here, Philip, when shall we buy bread that these may eat? Hmm. Philip, you hear me? Yes, Jesus. When are we gonna, when are we gonna buy some bread? That these 5,000 men is going to eat. Now, I hope, I hope we don't have any Philip in, in, in here this morning. But listen to Philip. And he said, Jesus said this to him to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. See, let me tell you something. 
Whatever is going on in your life right now, God, God knows what it is. He's got a plan for you, and you need to just sit back and, and watch him work. He already knew what he was going to do. Matthew 6, 8, you know, before we even pray, he knows, knows our need. And he knows how, we, how he's going to uh, supply that need. Amen? Yes, sir. And so, so Philip, Philip here, uh, listen in verse 7. Philip answered him, and he said, 200 penny worth. Now listen to him. Listen to the tone. I, I believe he might have been a little cocky. I, I think he might have been a little aggravated with Jesus that he would even ask him this, this silly question. We just got two pennies worth, and you want me to buy enough bread? We don't even have enough money to buy a piece of bread. And you want me to buy enough of bread to feed 5,000 men? Come on now. <laughs> Does that sound like maybe you? Does that sound Benny Beckham? Does that sound kind of sounds like you? When Jesus tells you that you can do so, do you kind of doubt it? He tells you to have faith and without faith it's impossible to please God. Benny, do you have enough faith to ask God again? How about you, church? I, I was sitting. I was sitting right there last night, and uh, I, I just happened to look up there on that wall, and 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 I see that that you are trying to raise. Uh, is that a hundred and ninety-four thousand dollars? That's a lot of money, isn't it? But let me tell you something. That's not a lot of money. Not to our Father. Now, see, uh, our, Jesus already knew what he was going to do here, but Philip, he didn't have enough faith to trust him, so he was on his own. Listen to what he said here. 200 penny worth of bread is not. He's telling Jesus it's not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. Now, you, you got to understand, Philip, Philip is going to eat his words. Have you ever ate your words before? Oh, yeah. Have you wished that you had never said it before? Yes, Have you, huh? Am I the only one that has said something that I wish I could take back? Hello? Well, Philip, Philip is in that predicament right here, and he's going to eat those words. He's going to eat them. I see people every week of my life eating words, eating words, eating words. They'll say something and then, then, then they don't have enough faith to carry it out. Hello? Yeah. And so, um, so in verse 8, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There's a lad here which hath five barley loaves, two small fishes. He's willing to give it all. See, when I read that as a young preacher, boy, I, I thought Andrew was, was the man. And I may have said this here before because I use, I use this often. 
And I'm going to keep using it until churches start applying by it. Amen? Yeah. Yes, sir. So here he is. He's... Uh, I said to myself, this man must be a Baptist. Did you know there are denominations in the Bible? Right here is a good example of a Baptist. How do you know? How do you know Andrew was a Baptist? I know he was. When when somebody talks like a Baptist, walks like a Baptist, he's a Baptist. And this guy was a Baptist, I'm telling you. He used Bible language. Have you ever been to a uh, uh, cast the vision service in January? Pastors cast their vision. Have you ever been? Does Brother Pauly do that? Huh? And, uh, and then somebody's sitting out there in the pew, and they'll say, Pastor, I know you, I know you think we can get that 194,000, but, 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 Brother Pauly, have you ever thought? we just common folks. Have you ever been there? Huh? How did I know Andrew was a Baptist? Because he used the Baptist word. Look in verse 9. Boy, it's quiet around here. Amen. There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. What is that next word? Andrew said, but what are they among so many? Can't be done. These people cannot, we cannot feed 5,000 men with with that little of money, it can't be done. And that little boy's lunch, lad, just hand me your lunch. Hand me your lunch. Thank you. Thank you. How about that? Boy, that's a lesson, isn't it? Yeah. Now, Let's see, let's see what's going to happen. Now, they tell me, scholars tells me, that when Jesus saw the happenings of Philip and heard Andrew and saw the little boy, he might have been disgusted. And they tell me in their commentaries that Jesus might have walked over to him, and I, I'm not going to do it like I normally would do it because it would kill me. But uh, usually he would just drop his hands and just say, <sighs> and he looked at him with disgust. Just like he looks at the church today with disgust. He just dropped his hands and he looked over yonder and he saw a bunch of grass and he said to to Philip and Andrew, 
See that grass over yonder? Yes, sir. Take the men, 5,000. Take these men, take the little boy, and go over there and have you a seat. <coughs> Sit down. Has God ever said to you, hey, you're moving too fast? Sit down. Talking too much? Sit down. Am I the only one? Who? See, if we if we too busy to sit down and learn the lesson of God by faith, we're too busy. We need to learn to sit down. And these men went over there and they sat down. Brother Beckham, where's the prayer in this chapter? His coming. His coming. But it sure didn't come from Philip. He didn't have no faith. It didn't come from Andrew. All he could do is but, 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 but. And come up with excuses. Maybe the little lad, because he was willing to give it all. But look in verse 11. Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given what? Thanks. Thanks. Oh. Oh. He, he, he gave God things for the situation. He just gave God the situation. <laughs> Instead of us trying to figure it out, we need to just give it to God. Our everyday life. I said to the men last night, I'm learning to walk in the presence of God, not just on Sunday. We need to learn to walk in the presence of God on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We need to learn to just walk with God. And have and not walk by sight, but walk by faith. Well, Brother Beckham, what, what happened here with, with this story? It's so simple. It's the simple things that we learn big things from. Hello? It's the simple thing. And by the way, God used simple things, small things, to show us big things. So here he is in verse 11, and he took the loaves, he gave thanks, other words, he gave it to God, then he passed it out to the men. And look in verse 12. 
and they were what? Now, Brother Beckham, we love you and everything, but you don't really believe that, do you? Yeah. I'm one of those crazy preachers that believes the Bible. Amen. Amen. And I believe this story, I believe this story is in here for this situation. Amen. Amen. And uh, because I had no idea that was going to be up on the wall. But I have learned to use visuals in the house of God. God put that there just for, just for me to use. And um, so <clears throat> what do you do with that, church? You give that to God as Jesus gave the, gave the fish to God. You give that to God. I have, I have literally seen millions, not thousands, but millions of dollars raised within days. I have heard of it. I have seen the check that came in in one particular ministry. They didn't need 194000 They needed over a million dollars. And one man walked in and wrote a check for $1 million. And then others gave after that. Whew. But before that, they had to have faith. They couldn't be a Philip. Church, I love you, but you can't be a Philip and, 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 and see that come to pass. You can't be uh, Andrew. You, you can't but. You know what budding is? It's doubting. It's wavering. It's hesitating. And as long as we hesitate and nothing's going to happen. You believe that, church? That's what God says. It is impossible to please me without faith. But with faith, all things are possible. So, there it is. Well, no, there's, there's something else. Jesus gave it to God. Now it's in the hands of God. Five thousand men. Again, a commentary says there might have been not just five thousand. That's men. But if ever all of them was married, there's there's ten thousand. And then if they had a kid or two, boy, that number is going going up fast, isn't it? One commentator said, "I I." They might have been 20,000 people here. Let's stick with the Bible number. 5,000 men, that's a miracle in itself, amen? But notice what they were. The Bible says, 
and they were filled. And he said unto the disciples, that's a miracle within itself that five men, 5,000 men were filled. A man can eat a lot of food. There must have been a lot of food here. God had multiplied it. And uh, they were filled. Well, that's the story doesn't change. It stopped there. The miracle just continues. Then he said to, to the men, he said, Give up the fragments that remain that nothing be lost. Therefore, they gathered them together and filled 12. Brother Paulie, yes, we've been preaching a long time, you and I. Are we to believe that, really? He didn't have but a little, little lunch, dinner, or whatever it was. That's all he had. Then he fed 5,000 men, and now that book is telling us they are filling up 12 baskets full of fragments that was left over from a little lunch. You know, I get excited, and, I, and I'm trying not to get excited this morning because I don't want this to start hurting. But uh, it's, it, it is really... Go, my exciter is getting excited. You know, usually I run around and all that good stuff. The last few years I haven't been able to do any of it. But this morning, my exciter is getting excited. Because I know that this book cannot lie. And I know that everything in this book did happen just like it says it happened. And I believe that it can happen in this day too. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see churches that need something, they have faith, they pray, they get it. Then I see churches, they need something, they pray, walking by sight, they never get it. So my question always have been, which one are you going to be? Are you going to walk by faith? You going to trust God for the for the hundred ninety four thousand? I can tell you a story in my own ministry uh, in the last couple of years that I saw a miracle take place. Yeah, a miracle. And so you're 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 looking at a man that has experienced the impossible in my own ministry. I have many friends that have experienced John chapter six in their ministries. And so I get excited to be able to stand in front of a church like yours. And tell you that's not an impossibility. That is possible. Amen. 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 And uh, 
So, but it, hey, but, uh-oh, but it's not up to God. It's up to you whether that's possible or not. If you like, if you're a Philip, forget it. Go fishing. Amen? Yeah, forget it. It won't be possible. And if, you, if you're a butter, and by the way, we are sheep. We are not goats. We are, we, we are not the butt things. That's right. Brother, you call me a goat? I hope you're not a goat. I hope you're a sheep. Amen. But, let me tell you, as the weeks go by, you'll find out whether you're a sheep or a goat. Boy. Brother Begum, you said you love me. I do love you. When somebody loves you, they tell you the truth. Hello? And the truth is, if you follow, if you follow that little boy's example and Jesus' example, that won't be impossible. But if you follow Philip and Andrew, you might as well get ready to go to the bank. The banks don't loan money anymore, don't seem like. Or a mortgage company. I much rather take it to the Heavens Bank because the Heavens Bank, I know the, the president of the Heavens Bank. And he always has me at his best interest. He's always ready to help me. He's always ready to help you. Amen? Amen. Yeah, it's revival time. It's prayer revival time. And um, prayer can do... And I know he was a Southern Baptist preacher, but Adrian Rogers, buddy, when he said that prayer can do anything that God can do, I said amen. amen. Tremendous preacher. Yeah. So let's, let's take this little simple Sunday school lesson this morning. Let's use it. Let's put it, let's, let's say, Lord... I believe you can do it. Show me. And just sit back and watch. And the Lord will show you. Amen. We've got about three minutes. Father, I love you and I thank you so much for this illustration, this biblical illustration of how you worked in the life of Philip and Andrew and and that little boy and all those men and and Father how God was glorified. Oh my thank you. Bless in the morning service. I pray souls will be saved. Christians, backslider sliders will come back to back to you this morning. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, God bless you.